0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Practical spirituality. Positive messages. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
1: Create a career and a life you love. Welcome to Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall.
0: All right, and welcome. Bringing your soul to work is the only way to work. When you don't, it's painful. When you bring your soul to work, you actually can join the I Love Mondays Club. I know that might seem far-fetched for a lot of folks, but it's true. It's true. You can be I love Mondays and you could be like every day is a Friday. One of my clients decided to turn it into that. Every day is Friday, Mo. Today we're talking about gratitude and nerd warning. I'm going to do a little science lesson uh, first before we dive into gratitude. Um, I'm going to step you into the very essence of how and why. Why gratitude works as a miracle making conduit. And, and why and how it brings us to our higher self. And I want you to take some notes today. I want you to change your life through this somewhat simple, although not so easy, practice of gratitude. The clients I work with are typically professional women. They have experience. They have expertise. They have talent but they get hung up at some point in their career they get demeaned by a boss they get into a toxic work environment perhaps they misinterpret some social cues about presenting at a meeting or perhaps someone actually does shut them down in a meeting i've had feedback come back to me in my professional career that i spoke too much that's why i have a radio show um, <laughs> And other things that typically will shut us down are actually shutting our soul down. And it's the very nature and essence of who we are, our soul. It's the thing that we are before we are any other thing. And that thing that we are before we are any other thing usually is pretty dim as we get into our late 30s, 40s, 50s, 60s, 70s, sometimes it's gotten so dim that we begin to develop diseases and feel bad in the here and feel bad there. And eventually, the body, the physical body gets the brunt of the negative energy and the things that are going on. So I'm going to talk a little bit about science today because it's important to understand it. The, the thing that is the most important anytime we are grasping or grabbing towards something new is to understand it from a knowledge perspective first, and then we can assimilate it in you don't have to learn how the car works underneath the hood, not that level of knowledge, but you need to understand why the the, the turning the key uh, turns on the engine and 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 that the Uh, steering wheel, if you turn it this way, it moves the wheels this way, you got to understand and be knowledgeable about the basics of what you're doing in order to execute it. Now, most of us who are in our adult years, we drive a car without really thinking about it. And that's called unconscious competence. And unfortunately, some of us are unconsciously competent about driving so much that we drive ourselves home or to the store and we kind of like have blanked out for a few minutes, either lost in thought or Uh, perhaps we're on a cell call. Hopefully we're not texting. Um, and we have that level of deep understanding that by default, we know how to drive a car. And that's after weeks, months, maybe even years of driving a car. Now that you've been driving a car for 20, 30, 40 plus years, it, you don't have to think about it. So the default mode of this unconscious competence makes it easy. No problem. To think about it, and so I want you to feel that way with what we're talking about today in gratitude because when you have an unconscious competence toward this, your life will be filled with it, and you will come from that place without having to think about it. But to get there, and you might be like, Hey, Mo, I get what gratitude does, I, I'm gratitude and grateful all the time, I do it all the time. If it's in your head, you ain't doing it right, sister. Okay? You gotta bring it in to who you are. You've got to come from a place of gratitude. You can't be like doing your gratitudes and then slam on your horn to someone in traffic. It doesn't go that way. That's inconsistent, that's conflictual. So, science lesson. As promised, our bodies are made up of things called. Molecules and atoms. Science lesson, nothing foreign here. You've learned that in, I don't know, grade four or five. And you learned about the atomic structure of different molecules and the the weight of different uh, atoms. And the periodic table, all of that. And certain atoms weigh more. That's the periodic table telling us that. And certain atoms weigh less. The atoms that weigh more have greater density. And the atoms that weigh less have less density. And what we learn from basic science is that the density of the atom actually is a bunch of swirling energy anyway. The protons, electrons, neutrons, now there's bisons and quarks and neutrinos and there's all sorts of subatomic particles that we now know about. That's happened since I was in school but I stay up on it because I'm a science nerd. And so all of these atomic structures are vibrating at such a fast speed that we can't perceive it. Nope. You're not going to look at me or look at a building and perceive the speed of the atomic structures swirling around. You can't perceive it. The eye and the brain Don't perceive that level of energy. It's happening, and science tells us it's happening, but you're not seeing it. I pull my microphone closer, square my headphones a little bit better on my head. I'm touching stuff. But if I spend a second to think about it, it's a bunch of molecules. And the microphone not only has molecules. But it has filaments and wires that are actually taking sound and electronically taking it through my microphone and the wire that's hooked to the back of my computer and then off into the wild, the, the wild web, <laughs> the World Wide web and broadcasting to you. There's this sound wave that starts with some electricity that then goes sound. We can't see it. I can't see a radio wave. I can't see a cell wave, but I know they exist. I know they exist. I know the atoms in my body, in my microphone, in my notebook here. I know the atomic structures exist there. I can't see them. I can't perceive. I can't process them. I can't see the sound waves that are hitting my ear, that I'm listening to my voice. I can't see that, but I know they exist. I can't see electricity traveling through my house, but I know it exists because I turn on a light and boom. So you must understand and appreciate from a knowledge perspective that everything is energy. Every single thing is energy. It's just our ability to perceive it is the limiting factor. Our ability to hear things. We only hear in a certain sound spectrum. I don't hear the, the cell wave. I only hear it when it comes through my phone and it's now understandable to the human ear. They have to make the sound waves in that spectrum of what my ear can hear. So it's all energy. And energy is waves and particles. Zooming around. Your body... Your desk, your boss, your meal, dinner tonight, glass of wine, the radio sound that you're listening to right now. Everything is energy. All right, science lesson over. I want you to write down a few notes from that science lesson. We may be doing a test later. One of the callers calling in, I may ask ask them to take a test. Okay? Okay. Everything is energy, including the air that we are breathing, including the air of the space. Oops, lost a caller when I told her I was going to take a test. So, (laughs) I'm just kidding. Um, Or am I? So everything that connects us in the air, in the unseen spaces, is also energy. So, we know from Einstein's E equals MC squared, That when energy slows down, it becomes matter. He wrote this fantastic paper in 1905. In 1919, there was two places on the globe where he sent some scientists to do uh, experiments of capturing the sun rays bouncing off of the solar eclipse um, in 1919. And that proved his theory. Now, I don't understand all that science. I just know what happened. And so the sun rays bouncing off the solar eclipse at a certain angle and la 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 proved E E equals MC squared. And now we know that it's true. And since 1919, 100 years ago, we still haven't gotten this concept down. Why is that? It's because we are immersed daily in the physical world, We're not immersed in the energetic world every day. We are constantly reminded that we are physical. And when I'm hungry, I eat food. I can taste it and feel it. It's physical. It's three-dimensional. So I'm playing a game every day of being in the physical universe and knowing I'm energy and that everything else around me is energy, but I can't see it. So, Mo, what does this have to do with gratitude? Well, when we're in the vibrational space of gratitude, we are in our energetic reality, not our physical. And when we tap into the energetic world, we now become a miracle maker because the energetic world is where everything is created. Everything is created in the energetic world. The energetic world is so complex that we have a hard time understanding it from a knowledge perspective. We have a hard time understanding all the dimensionality of it. Quantum physicists are trying to figure out how they grapple with the fact they think there's 11 dimensions through something called string theory and they haven't quite put that all together. And so the quantum physicists are doing math equations that I'll never even pretend to even understand. And they're looking at outer space, and they're looking at subatomic, subatomic, subatomic particles. And they're trying to see what happens when one atom clashes against the other in this big hyper super collider thing out in Switzerland. And They're trying to figure out the unseen universe by having it be seen. But I got a shortcut for you. You can tap into this energetic universe through gratitude. You can tap into the best parts of your energy existence by being in the space of gratitude. Gratitude takes our vibrational level up into the space, moving toward love, which is the highest level of energy vibration that we know of, okay? It's the highest level of energy vibration that we know of. Gratitude brings us into harmony with the energetic world in which we are a part of And we are a co-creator of. And this follows all of the spiritual practices that have been around for thousands of years before we had science on our side to figure it out. Now we can have an absolutely unbiased, unprejudicial conversation about these energy things because we understand the science that wraps around it. So we're here on Unity Radio. We're here because there's been some new thought leaders around what really we are as human beings. And when we understand and appreciate that we are on an energetic plane, planes actually, multi-dimensional planes, when we understand that our human experience is actually an energetic one, It combines so nicely with the spiritual realm. It combines so nicely with the feeling states of gratitude and love and appreciation and joy and clarity. I heard someone say the other day that joy is love in action. I thought that was kind of cool. So when we're vibrating at love and joy, huh, We're in our magnificent flow. Here's the other thing that happens. When we're in that space from gratitude to love and joy, we're vibrating at a place of non-resistance because we're in an energetic vibrational reality versus the physical of pushing against. We're not forcing anything. And I often tell my clients, you can't work hard enough to overcome negative thoughts. All you can do with negative thoughts is to remove them. If you like this conversation or you want to participate or if you want to get some coaching, I love doing on-the-spot coaching. It's one of my favorite things. You can call in at 816-251-3555. Five, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my own personal experience with gratitude in a second. But I do also want to encourage you, if you're living in the physical world of things not going the right way and you have professional dilemmas, am I in the right career? Am I in the right profession? Why do I keep attracting these over-domineering bosses? What's really going on, Mo? I encourage you to book your clarity call with me and my team, we take free career clarity calls to help you sort it out. Now, why do we do that for free? Because I want to help as many people as possible, number one. Number two, I have a special workshop that really only is meant for a certain readiness, a certain person, a certain, uh, a certain solution for a certain problem. But I want to talk to as many people as possible to help sort out career issues and send resources their way so i'm happy to do that and it's a lot of fun and so many women have told me that it's the the best 45 minutes to an hour that they've ever had and if you're ready to do the workshop we'll talk about that it's not a pressured thing it's what we do there are so many resources also on my website mofall.com free resources downloadable podcasts blogs interviews All sorts of things to keep you inspired. What I'm trying to do, my devious behavior of what I'm trying to do is inspire you to keep your vibrational level high. And to give you some tools and some ideas about how you can move away from the things that aren't working for you. But I will tell you this. If you have a bad situation that you cannot get out of, you are more than likely locking yourself into that situation by only thinking of it and staying in the negative cycle, staying in the anger, the rage, the hatred, the jealousy, the insecurity, the the unworthiness, the blame, the discouragement, the disappointment, the doubt. Self-doubt is a killer. Self-doubt is poisonous. Self-doubt cannot bring you a better job. And you can't work hard enough to overcome the self-doubt that you might feel about being passed over for a promotion or ignored by your boss or not getting enough money in in the job that you just took. Self-doubt is a difficult, difficult thing to overcome, attacking it as is. The best way to counteract any negative thought or feeling energy is through adding positive thought, feeling, energy, and gratitude is the best way to get there. If I give you the shortest route to go from feeling bad to feeling good, and of course I'm not talking about medical problems, although down the road when you feel bad, when you feel self-doubt long enough, when you feel anger and rage and unworthiness long enough, it will show up as some type of physical problem. Depending on your gene makeup, depending on other things going on with your body, it will show up in your body. You literally can turn off and turn on genetic expression through your feelings. Turning it on and turning it off. Genetic expression on, off, through feeling energy. Scientists are voraciously studying these things. Because now we have the technology to see it. Now we have the technology to watch a chromosome over a period of time and see what happens to it under certain conditions. So we know that trauma gets locked into the DNA. It gets encoded. I'll tell you an interesting experiment. I wish I had the researcher's name here, but you can probably Google it and find it. Scientists, I believe it was in Iowa, uh, investigated this whole idea of trauma being uh, encoded in the DNA. And here's the experiment they did. I'm going to tell you this experiment, and then I'm going to come back for the second half and share some other things about how wonderful gratitude is for you. They introduced mice to a flower that they love. Smell it, smell it, smell it. And then, unfortunately... What scientists will do to try to test things out is they zapped that mouse as soon as it smelled the flower. Zap it, smell flower, zap, smell flower, zap. After a while, the mouse doesn't want to smell the flower anymore, but it's their favorite flower. But after getting zapped a few times, they're over it. The trauma pattern caused by the pain of the zap, I know, I don't feel good telling you this story, but it's science that helps the human condition. So after a while, they stopped wanting to smell that flower. And guess what? Their offspring came out not liking that flower. It's a flower that mice are attracted to by nature, quote unquote. But here we have screwed with nature by changing their DNA. A trauma pattern changed the DNA so that the mice of the next generation We're not interested in the beautiful smell of that flower. One generation and two generations. I think they went 14 generations. That trauma pattern was locked in and passed down. Generation after generation. An event passed down. So a family can have an event a grandmother can have an event as a as a 14-year-old girl. If she has a trauma pattern, then she has kids at 23, 24. That trauma event is being passed down. It's really cool stuff that we're starting to learn with science. We're starting to understand how thought-feeling patterns are encoded in our DNA. And it comes from the energetic template that is immersed into our cellular structures so knowing that wouldn't we want to do that for the good wouldn't we want to create thought feeling pattern energy to express positivity and joy and love and happiness and pass that down for generations that's what we must do And I am here to say to you, you have the opportunity to do that. You have the opportunity to make sure that you as an energetic being, that you in the world participating in this energy matrix in which we all live, we all play, we all work. That energy matrix deserves the best thought feeling energy that you can give it. And you may be saying to me, Mo, but I got a a bad boss, or I was passed over for a promotion, or I didn't get that raise, or I lost my job due to a downsizing, and I feel crappy about it. I get it. I've had that happen six times in my life. I've had sexual harassment at the workplace. I've had bosses pass me over for promotions when I was clearly the leading candidate. I mean, come on. And it hurts. It hurts. It stings. And while I want to have thought, feeling, energy that is consistent with that hurt and that sting, and while I want to keep having that because I want to keep feeling the wrong and feeling the wrong and feeling the wrong, I now know all it does is poison us. All it does is hurt me. It doesn't hurt that other person. So when we're talking about gratitude, we are talking about moving Your energy and a positive, healthy, highest version of self energy. We're talking about moving your soul into the space that it was originally intended and then to allow it the space to grow and to truly be you rather than having the expression of anger and revenge and jealousy and victimhood and doubt and blame and discouragement those are horrible places for human beings to live and I help a lot of the women in my workshop move out of that they may be trying to be happy but deep down they have this deep sense of discouragement and that they can't do something and they've been told that and they've been passed over and they've let other people direct their career more after the break for joining us this is unity online radio the voice of an awakening
1: world if you've been inspired by the programming on unity online radio we hope you will give your support so others may be inspired too This online radio network depends on the support of listeners like you to continue operating and expand its outreach. Go to unityonlineradio.org and click on Donate today. Here's a Unity Teachable Moment with Rev. Wendy Craig Purcell taken from a talk called The Plan Unfolds.
0: One of the other aspects of helping to really identify a true new beginning is being willing to sit in deep questions and pay attention to your answers to those deep questions. Deep questions like, what does my soul really long to do and be? If I didn't have to worry about paying bills, what would I really want to do? I'm not suggesting that you drop the the real responsibilities of adulthood, but you can drop that from your process of questioning. What does my heart and soul long for? And what do I need to do to begin to build my life, more of my life, to look like that?
1: To find a Unity Church near you, visit unity.org. Know Yourself as Divine, Stations of the Cosmic Christ. A new book from Matthew Fox and Bishop Mark Andrus introduce a spiritual practice designed to help you realize the divine within. Combining prayer and an interpretation of the Stations of the Cross, featuring beautiful imagery, you will be led on a process of transformation. This book will help you discover the most caring, courageous, and compassionate parts of yourself. Get your copy today at Amazon.com or Unity.org shop. Join Travel with Unity 2020 for a transformational trip to Rome and the Amalfi Coast, March
0: 26th to April 4th, and explore the culture, myths, and spiritual significance of Southern Italy. You'll experience the history of the ancient ruins of Pompeii, visit the Vatican, and spend time on the beautiful Amalfi Coast during this 10-day tour. Just 40 seats are available and space is limited, so reserve your trip before September 15th. Go to unity.org travel for more information today.
1: Would you like to experience more peace and joy in your life through A Course in Miracles? Let Rev. Jennifer Hadley support you in discovering the powerful life lessons available through this unique spiritual thought system that teaches the way to love and peace is through forgiveness. Join Jennifer every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Central for A Course in Miracles. Living the love, walking the talk to experience the healing for yourself on Unity Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Call now with your question or comment. 816-251-3555. That's 816-251-3555. Love your work and your life. This is Bring Your Soul to Work with Mo Fall.
0: And of course, I want you to love your work and your life And the fastest way there is through gratitude. So I spent the first part of the show talking a a lot about science so that from a knowledge perspective, you understand that we are in a energetic reality. The only true way to appreciate the depth of what a regular practice of gratitude can do for you is to appreciate that we are vibrating creatures. And that everything around us is a vibrating thing. If we don't quite grasp that level of the science around it, we miss one of the deepest elements of why gratitude works. And why it's important. So if you've been listening to my show for a while, you know that I was raised Catholic. And um, there's some practices in the, in the Catholic faith that are um, common to a lot of Christian faiths, and there's some some that are uniquely uh, Catholic. And um, for the most part, those practices um, are designed to get us into a place of gratitude, love, happiness. And as human beings will do, we may have gotten a few pieces wrong along the way. It may have interpreted this, that, or the other thing. Now that we understand that we are vibrating creatures, and every one of us is, and we understand that we're in a universe of energy, whether we want to say that God created it that way or that's God, that's up to whomever is, is thinking about it or listening to interpret what they will for what works. We live in a universe that was put together by someone, something, some greater entity, whether that's a a scientist or a being, um, we don't know. So our faith brings us to having an idea of this sense of a omnipresent, helpful, loving presence. And that helpful, loving presence is what we feel when we are in gratitude. It's where we're vibrating when we feel gratitude, not think gratitude, because when we think gratitude, that's kind of like a little mini ripple, but really feeling it is important. Why is that, Mo? Well, thought energy is basically like electricity moving along the unified field of energy that we live in it's, 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 it's moving it's got a pace it's, it's cool feeling when we feel something it's a magnet so if you want to guarantee how you'll live and how you'll experience life feel a certain way and that's what you will magnetize to you it's how this universe has been put together we are magnets for similar energy vibration it's how it's put together so we can think and will probably bring toward us the things that we're thinking but what we'll more than likely do is we'll see the things that we're thinking because we have this part of our brain called the reticular activating system that is basically looking for matches to how we think. So we have this filter going out, you know, the whole rose-colored glasses thing. So if we've got yellow-colored glasses on, we're going to see things with the yellow tint, rose-colored, rose tint, blue, green, etc. So we all have a thought filter. That brings things toward us that match up with those thoughts. It's not as fast as the feeling magnet. that feeling magnet brings things slamming toward us choo, choo, choo. you know that saying uh, boy, she must have woken up on the wrong side of the bed. Why would we have that saying? Because when you walk when you wake up on the wrong side of the bed, you have changed your routine, and you have changed your energy. And according to the cliche, changing that energy brings that negativity. It's not right with you to wake up on the wrong side of the bed. Now you've got a magnet for wrongness. The coffee spills on you. The boss yells at you. The report's not done. The kids mouth off at you. That feeling energy that things are wrong or that I'm wrong is going to magnetize to you other things that are wrong. It's the way it works. It's the way it's built. I'm not creating the system. I'm just talking about it and helping you understand it. Because the practice of gratitude is the best antidote for a life that you want to live and a life that your soul so desires to have. Your soul wants to feel good so badly. Your soul wants to be seen and appreciated and heard and loved and recognized. And it wants to be a part of this beautiful energy field. And it wants to float, not crawl and scraping its knees. Your soul wants to experience joy. Your soul was born joyous. And unfortunately, the bumpy road of the human experience kind of beats it up a little bit. And then at a certain age, the soul is hurt, and it's in pain, and it's small, and it wants to come back life. wants to come back to a life that it once knew. It wants to come back to reclaim itself. That's why I help women with their careers, because we can reclaim the soul and get a double win. because when the soul gets reclaimed, the career goes forward. The bosses are no longer matching a negative attractor magnetic pull. The bosses are now matching a joyous, happy, grateful pull. This is the most predictable scientific phenomenon that I can explain to you about life. It's as predictable as gravity. Go ahead and drop something. I know exactly what's going to happen to it. It's going to hit the floor. Go ahead and toss something out, out the window. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen to it. It's going to hit the ground. Or it's going to hit the next thing on its way down to the ground. Gravity wants to pull objects to its, the center of the earth. And there's a gravitational pull around the earth's atmosphere that's in place. Without you thinking about it, without you understanding how it works, without you having to flick a button or turn on a switch, gravity's there. Gravity holds the objects on my desk. Gravity makes sure that when I'm writing with my pen, the ink actually hits the paper. But I'm not thinking about gravity in motion when I'm writing on my paper. I'm not thinking about gravity when I have my glass of water sitting on my desk. I'm not thinking about gravity. It's just there, doing its thing. If I didn't know that gravity was there, I would experience it. And I would learn pretty darn quickly what it was all about. I have a two-year-old, almost two-year-old granddaughter, and she delighted over the past year or so, in throwing things on the floor. I don't know what's in her brain, but I guess she was like figuring out what happens when she throws something that it hits the floor. She's experiencing the phenomenon of gravity. It's new to her. Oh, on the floor. Oh, great. <laughs> and then the adults in her life go to pick up everything she's thrown down on the floor. I don't know, in her two-year-old brain, she might think that there's gravity and then there's anti-gravity. The adults in her life pick stuff up, pick stuff up, pick stuff up. She'll learn fast enough that that anti-gravity isn't quite existing. It's not a guarantee. But the throwing stuff down is a guarantee. The law of the universe that has been called the law of attraction is a scientific reality, and it's working 24-7, whether you like it or not or whether you know it or not. Whether you understand it, or whether you quote-unquote believe it. There's nothing to believe. There's nothing to believe about gravity either. There's no belief. It's pure science. It's the way it is. There's no belief. If you come from a place of gratitude, from your thought energy, you're going to be thinking about the world in a positive, pleasant way. If you come from gratitude with your feeling energy, you are going to attract Similar feeling, experiences, people, places and things. I have so many clients in my workshop once they get this and once they practice it and get their energy vibration up to a certain new baseline. Mo, you'll never believe what just happened. Mo, you're never going to believe, I have a client in my workshop, her mom's in a nursing home, and the doctor rounds two or three times a week, and she wanted to make sure that if she was being transferred or sent home that the prescriptions were done right, and so she wanted to make sure that that was happening on a Friday instead of a Wednesday, and da 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 oh, all of a sudden the nursing home has uh, the state come in to do a, a, an inspection, and so they can't transfer patients out And all of a sudden there's a snowstorm and so they can't transfer patients out and all of a sudden the date for the mom's uh, discharge is now a Friday when the doctor rounds and everything's taken care of perfectly. Hmm. Interesting, interesting, interesting. I could probably spend thousands of hours talking about all the magnificent attractor pattern successes. Unfortunately, so many people are living in the attractor pattern, negatives. Why me? How come this always happens to me? I'm always the one that I can never make up. I can never, I'll never be able to. The story we tell creates our attractor pattern. The beliefs that we have create our attractor pattern. It's so sneaky and so subtle and so silent most of the time. The key to unlocking this is to see what your life looks like. This is where it gets a little kick-ass. That's the name of my workshop. When you see what's going on in your life... When you perceive what's happening, you have a hundred percent diagnostic tool to see what's happening in your attractor pattern.-hmm It's that simple. It ain't easy, but it's simple. What's in your life is an exact match to what's in your attractor pattern, which is caused by your thinking, feeling patterns. Simple. Super, super simple. So if I'm not getting a result, or if I'm not feeling in flow about something, I got to clear up my attractor pattern. I got to do something to increase and raise my vibrational level into joy and love into freedom, optimism, clarity, gratitude. I've got to do whatever it takes for me to get my vibrational level up there because when I am there, when I'm in gratitude, I have gotten my attractor pattern to where I am going to be receiving and perceiving and experiencing a like match to that level of feeling energy. So if I feel like crap, I'm getting crap. If I feel awesome, I'm getting awesome. You choose. It's like a magic pill. You choose which one you want to attract, what direction you want to go in. If you want some coaching on this, if you want to dive into the conversation with me if you have a question, please feel free to call in. We've got a couple more minutes. 816-251-3555. If you like what I'm saying about bring your soul to work and your tractor pattern and you think maybe your career could use a tune up in this direction, but you haven't been able to figure it out on your own or you haven't quite gotten there. Maybe you've read a lot of books and maybe you've gone to conferences and, and heard things. And maybe you're hearing me on my radio show and you're going, it sounds good, Mo, but I just can't seem to get it done. I understand. I've had a, a a coach, a different one uh, here and there for the last 19 years if I didn't have good coaching along the way, I would have lost my way. I would have forgotten. I would have gotten caught up. I would not recognize the the silent story of self-doubt that creeps in because there's a long-standing pattern of something that I just can't grab a hold of and it, it finds its way in there. When I... Take the time and invest the time in my vibrational reality. I have literally changed everything for me. It's time that you took charge of that for yourself because that's the universe you live in. And that's the exact experiential match that you're going to get. Let's take a caller. Jackie, how are you? Hi, Jackie. Hi Mo, how are you? How are you? How are you? Do you have a question for today?
1: Yes, um I I love um everything you're saying and um I've been doing my best to, to think that way, but uh, there've been days where uh, uh like today I'm I'm sick um and okay. there mm-hmm. I guess I I'm trying to figure out what do you do to to write yourself back up? Um, yeah.
0: Good 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 <laughs> point. And you know, I got to tell you something when you're sick the the challenge there is that your body is sending so many signals to you of I'll just say negativity and it's and, and it's energizing all sorts of patterns and conditioning that we have about feeling crappy all the times that are those nerve endings and those cells felt crappy, it starts it's like you're getting a, a a dose in your nervous mm-hmm. system of negativity. So it's kind of one of the roughest times i find to really feel that you're in a high vibrational place but i will tell you the one thing that you've got to do in order to take some of the some of the negative sick feeling uh vibration off of you and that is to give yourself a break about being sick mm-hmm. and just recognizing it and do as much as you can to take care of the physical body. Because since we are physical beings, the physical plant, if you will, can kind of override a lot of the emotional stuff. It's, it, it's, it's heavier, it's denser, and it directs a lot of the chemistry in our body about how our brain is perceiving things and what we're feeling. So when we're sick, it, it it's an additional challenge to get into this high vibrational mode. So here's a few things, Jackie. Um, depending on what your physicalness is, um, you could do things that are pleasing to you that you can do with your sickness. And maybe that's just watching a movie that you would enjoy or some other video or something that you can do passively that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. And just give yourself the break. Say to yourself, you know what, I'm sick. I don't like it. Uh, I'm already in this physical state. It's already here. So I got to just be with it. And of course, the nurse in me is going to tell you to to drink plenty of water. And and if you're really feeling bad and life is a little difficult, being sick, go see your doctor. And take care of your pleasingness. So if you've got a friend who's going to offer to bring you soup or a dinner, take them up on it. Allow yourself to just be in a state of, I'm just going to do whatever is easy and whatever is pleasant. So that's the first thing I would say to you. No, that's actually two things. The first thing is just be easy on yourself for the fact that you're sick. Some of us tend to judge ourselves and kick ourselves. Why am I sick? How come I got sick? Why did this happen to me? Victim mode energy starts encompassing the whole thing. So, So really give yourself a break about that and then number 2 do do some pleasing things and allow yourself to be taken care of if you have that opportunity. Uh the third thing I would do is turn this whole sickness thing on its head. Because in 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 being sick many times in my life and I'm sure I'll experience it again, I've recognized something that happens after being sick. We almost have like a rebirth situation after the sickness. And if you could imagine for yourself that it's like the final piece of an energetic shift for you. If you Mm -hmm. could turn being sick instead of into a doom and gloom place, if you could imagine for a second that it's actually the last piece of an energetic shift and honor yourself that whatever came before the sickness was something pretty big that you moved through or took on or mm-hmm. expanded through
1: does does that work for you i i i love it I do have a a follow up to what you mentioned it's, what you're mentioning is just brilliant. i love it um i do have a, a uh i i wouldn't call it a bar um Event tomorrow, but I have an event where we're going to take an all-day workshop, starting at like, I leave at like at six something in the morning to get to downtown uh, Miami mm-hmm. in South Florida uh, mm-hmm. by like seven, and uh, it won't be over. It'll be about twelve hours, um, and I have to drive back okay. home. Okay. Um, so I'm I'm wondering how how do I, <laughs> where do I be, how do I even face something like that um, with with um, the energy that I'm trying to.
0: Well, great question. Um, You know, the first thing, uh, I I just want to put this question out there. Do you have to go? Do you have to?
1: Uh,
0: You can just think about it. you not need to answer me on the air. You can just think about it. That would be the first thing I would say to you. Um, So if you've signed up for something, you've put money down, or you have people who are expecting you to be there, I get it. Do you have to stay for the whole thing? Question number two. Mm -hmm. Question number three. Is there a place that you might be able to make a little getaway that if you're super, super tired, you could kind of sneak away somewhere and perhaps close your eyes for 10 or 15 or 20 minutes and not be missed too much? Question number four. Could you get yourself in a state of feeling that, whatever that experience is going to be, is not going to be too rough on you. That you actually change your expectation rather than, oh, it's going to be 12 hours and I'm sick and how the hell is this going to happen? Because you just change the story to be something a little softer and easier like, you know, it's going to be 12 hours. I'm mostly going to be sitting down. I'm going to bring some water with me, maybe have some vitamin C tablets handy and maybe some cough drops or something else that might feel good. I'm going to take stuff that's going to feel good. I'm just going to sit there and just take in what I can take in. And if people want to be super sociable and I don't, I might just stay in the conference chair while people are milling about just for a few minutes until I feel ready. Or, you know what, there might be that person there that always makes me feel good and feel happy. I'm going to make sure I find that person and hang out with them. Cause that's just going to make the experience what I really want it to be. Does any of that work for you?
1: Mm-hmm. Oh yes. Oh yes. It, it, uh, it resonates with me really, really well. I, I and you're right. I, I I just went from a a, a mindset of dread <laughs> to mm-hmm. uh I, yeah that that can work. I can I could probably find a social a really nice person and mm-hmm. uh, network with them and um, or focus on them as I do my networking. That, yeah, that'll work.
0: Yeah, awesome, yeah. awesome. And yeah. bring yourself something nice and soothing. Uh, so that you can kind of dip into your purse or into a, your bag or whatever and just please yourself. Again, mm-hmm. be easy. It's when we're, when we're not feeling great physically, it's really a great opportunity for us to practice being easy on ourselves. We don't have to yeah. hustle and grit through everything. We don't have to hard work our way through everything. We don't have to think everything's going to be a dread and a grind. So just be easy and enjoy the time and and just appreciate what you might be learning or experiencing and, and just be easy. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's exactly what you need to have in your in your life and your experience tomorrow to just be easy. And maybe being easy, other things might come to you that maybe wouldn't come to you when you're hustling and, and working hard and trying to be and trying to be and trying to be. I'm going to close off the show, Jackie. Thanks so much for calling in. I really appreciate great questions. Uh, Really spot on also with one of the biggest challenges of raising our energy vibration is when our physical body has a challenge and it tends to kind of like take over all the controls. So it is one of the big challenges. I will tell you, choose anything that is going to feel better than what you've got right now. Choose the next best better thing just the next best better just the next one the next one the next one the next one you don't have to go from feeling crappy to feeling awesome in one in one step you can just say Ah, you know what I feel crappy I'm going to let myself feel crappy be easy with yourself get into gratitude and feel it feel it mm-hmm. this is Coach Mo Fall you can find me at mofall.com and I'll be here next week for another bring your soul to work episode
1: Thank you for listening to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Are you ready
0: to ignite your best life and illuminate the world? I'm Stephanie James. I'm a motivational speaker, transformation coach, and psychotherapist. And what lights me up is helping people just like you Create the greatest versions of themselves. On my podcast, Igniting the Spark, I will help you ignite your joy and reach new heights in your personal and professional life. Join me for some incredible conversations with authors, spiritual teachers,
1: and other influential thought leaders to help guide you on your way. If you are ready to stop playing small, join me for Igniting the Spark
0: on the mindbodyspirit.fm network or wherever you get your podcasts and ignite your best life.